What's it like to share your message with the world through podcasting? What is your method for helping people and making a positive difference in the world? Hi, I'm Shelley Carney, Livecast coach and host of the Messages and Methods podcast. Join me as I share fascinating stories and insights from podcasting women I met at the She Podcast Live conference in Scottsdale, Arizona in October 2021. This series of interviews will provide the foundation of understanding of why women podcast today and how they impact the world through their voice and message. My guest for this conversation is Holly Katz. Holly's career in New York City fashion and clothing production made her an expert in garment construction and design. A relocation to Atlanta led to regular television appearances as one of the top stylists in the South. In addition to personal styling, Holly is a popular public speaker and works with corporations on educating their employees about dress codes and the best business casual practices. Her newest endeavor brings her to podcasting with the all-new Fashion Crimes Podcast, where she showcases her talent by giving free fashion advice, inspiration, and humor. Welcome, Holly. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to have you with us today. How about you give us a brief snapshot of your background and who you are? Brief snapshot of my background. Well, I wanted to be a buyer very early on. I saw how much math was involved and I said, I can't, I can't handle that. So then I wanted to go in retail management and I said, no, I'm not really into that either, even though I got certified in both. And then I decided I wanted to become a fashion designer, and I said, oh, I'll just move to New York and be a fashion designer. (laughs) So I went to college, um, got a a third degree. Um, I got a BFA in fashion design, and I did an internship for a major designer, moved back to Atlanta, graduated, and then I ended up going to New York, and I ended up getting every job in fashion but design. So I got design, excuse me, I got jobs in costing and production and how working with samples and learning how the world of garments goes from sample to, you know, a sketch to, to production. So I really know how things are made, which in turn makes me a great shopper. When, um, about 10 years ago, my husband said to me, what do you really want to do? I said, I want to be a stylist, but I don't know what that means. So I ended up going back to school and taking more courses and ended up getting certified in menswear styling, fashion styling, wardrobe styling, personal styling, and I'm a personal stylist today. I've done wardrobe and I've done a couple things on some sets, but that's not really where my heart lies. My heart lies in personal styling. Okay. So what types of uh, clients have you worked with? I've worked with executives. I've worked with men, women. My youngest client is 15. My oldest client is in her 70s. So people come to me for all sorts of reasons. You've mm-hmm. either you know, been forced, pushed over the limit. You're either starting a new job. You don't know what to do. You had a baby late in life. Maybe you just had a baby and your body didn't snap back. Um, you turn 50, you know, all these reasons why people get shoved (laughs) into that panic mode of, Oh my God, I haven't shopped in so long. I don't even know where to begin. So I'm a little bit like a therapist, uh, as far as the way I coach people and then they come out better in the end. Well, I have heard on the podcast, uh, Sheed Podcasts, uh, you know, Jess is just always raving about your work and how uh, appreciative she has been to be your client and your friend. 
Yes, we have. Uh, it's been a long road, but we made it. And um, <laughs> it, somebody like Jessica, she she already loves fashion clothes. She loves to shop. That's that's not her issue. A lot of people hate to shop. Mm-hmm. So for someone who loves to shop, I just got to show you what to get because you don't know. And and we'll get into this later, I'm sure. But you know, for people just starting out, how do you sh- you start with your body type? You have to understand what body type you have, so you understand how to shop for clothes. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I helped her with. I've helped lots of people, lots of women, some men too, and uh, some teenagers as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And then, do you work with their colors? Nope. Um, that's something that I consider, just mm-hmm. my opinion, is a little bit outdated. Mm-hmm. So back in the '80s, people did your colors, right? Okay. There was image consulting. That sort of has died now, right? I don't shop for color. I shop for fit. So when you shop for fit, that means you understand what your body type is. Mm-hmm. Hey, I like this dress. I know it's good for my body type. You know, what colors does it come in? I see. So anybody can wear any color. And, and people don't know that. They say, oh, I'm not, I shouldn't wear red or I shouldn't wear this. or should. People can wear any color, but it's all about fit. Hmm. Interesting. All right. And how about the colors that go together? Well, it, it again, it's all subjective. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and style is very subjective. So let's just say if we have a top and a bottom and a jacket, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be in the same family. You know, a lot of things are neutrals. Like, uh, you know, a pattern can be a neutral if you, if you pair it with a, a color in that, you know, in that palette. It, it just... It really kind of depends what what your the look you're going for. A lot of people do monochromatic, which is all one color, mm-hmm. right? Um, people think you can't wear navy blue and black, which nothing could be further from the truth because they're both really kind of neutrals. Mm-hmm. So you can marry that as well. It all depends on your personality and what you're comfortable with. And I what I do is I push people out of their comfort zone because something, and you can probably attest to this, it looks very different on the hanger than it does on the body. Sure. So people say, oh, I'm not going to try that on. Oh, that's, I would never wear that. And, and then you try it on and it looks completely different. So mm-hmm. the hanger is not a good indication of if it's going to look good on you or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so let's t- get into your podcast. Uh, tell us about your podcast. So I um, podcast about all things fashion, shopping, sales, what's going on in the fashion industry, any you know, events that I go to, I have a partner that comes on sometimes and we talk about events. We go to fashion week twice a year. We go to fashion events. Also, um, you know, any young designers or small business, I really love to support small businesses, especially coming out in the fashion industry, whether it's accessories or jewelry, um, or clothing. I really love to put small businesses in the stop in the spotlight. Uh, and I really enjoy talking to new people, creating new relationships within fashion. Style and fashion is your friend. It's not your enemy. And so I love to give style tips about, hey, here's a great pair of jeans. If you're having problems, try this. Or if you need shapewear, let's try this. Or if you haven't been fitted for a bra in a really long time, let me encourage you to do so. Because you don't know what you don't know. And people don't know. A lot, right? Mm-hmm. And so when people come to me, especially women, it's the shame, it's the guilt, it's letting themselves go. And I can't believe I've, it's been so long and I, I, it, my body's not where it's supposed to be. And it's not even about any of that because most people think having good weight means having good style and nothing could be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. Style has no size. It is the best time in the world of the history of humanity to be plus size Hmm. because try being 40 pounds overweight as a woman 
35 or 40 years ago, you'd be wearing your husband's clothes. Like there's, there were no choices back then. Garments are made much differently now and they're a lot more size inclusive. So it's important for people to understand fit and that yes, they can do it. And, and, and working with me is a little bit like working with a personal trainer. Sure. You can go to the gym on your own and do it yourself. Of course you can. But when you have someone helping you, it's a hundred percent much better experience mm. because then you have somebody sort of guiding you through and showing you yes no maybe let's try it what do you like um when, when i i talk about a lot of my clients and some of the problems that they have and i like to talk about the excuses you know i hear and and you know and again i don't know how to do your job so why should you know how to do my job you know there's just because you're a woman doesn't mean you have to be thin. You have to be a super mom. You have to do the work-life balance. You have to know how to shop. You have to know how the best recipes or how to be the best cook. It's, it's ridiculous, right? So you come in, you, and there's the shame and guilt, like, oh my God, I don't know how to shop. Well, it's okay. No one's ever showed you, you know? I mean, so it, it's okay that you don't know. So most of my clients are beginners or they don't know much about, or they said, oh, I look great 20 years ago. <laughs> they haven't <laughs> shopped in a while. So who do you speak to in your podcast? Who is in your audience? So my audience is really my clients or people who are interested in working with me. Um, people that need that, hey, you know what? It's okay. That permission to say, whatever your body type is, let's rock that. And let's make you look the, what I am your biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Let's make you look the best you can possibly look today within your budget, your lifestyle, and where you are in your life today. I always talk about the who, what, when, where, why. Who are you? That's where we start. Who are you? Where in you, are you in your life today? What do you need? What do you want? What do you like? What's your block? Everybody has a block. Sometimes it's a financial block where they don't understand how much clothes cost because they don't shop. So they mm-hmm. see something for $300, they go, oh my God, I can't afford this. And it's, there's a reason why things are more expensive. Why are these pants $30? Why are these pants $300? There's a, a big difference. The average person goes into a department store, they try on two things and they leave because retailers have no money. They cannot afford the help that they need and there's no one there educating the customer, right? Mm-hmm. So I go in, I'm like a, you know, when you go to buy a car, right? This is the comparison I like to use. Of course, you know how to drive, right? <laughs> but you're buying a new car, but the salesperson is still going to sit with you in the car and show you all the features, even though you already know how to drive. Buying clothes is no different. I sit with you. I show you every single feature of the garments and where you live in the department store and where you should be shopping according to all these things, life phase, budget, you know, what look you're going for. And when I ask people, you know, what are, what's your style? Like, I don't have a style. You don't have a style because you don't know what you like. That, that's really all it is. So that is basically my customer. I have some people who are more into fashion than others, but re- basically it's people who want to be entertained and people who are looking for, you know, free style advice. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, how long have you been podcasting? I have been podcasting, God, I guess it's been um, about 15 or 16 months. Mm -hmm. So it's been a little over a year and we've definitely gone, you know, through some changes and it's, it's a really great creative outlet for me when, when talking about my styling business, I I just said, what, why do people hire me? Right. They hire me because they know me. They know me. I'm very outspoken. (laughs) I don't sugarcoat things. I'm very matter of fact. 
And I'm like that best friend that you never knew you needed, right? Especially people are like, oh, I have a friend. She's, she's really stylish. Well, your friend's mother's grandmother's cousin's sister can't give you real fashion advice. It's got to be a neutral party who's going to tell you the truth, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's important that people understand it's, you know, you can start anywhere, but you can always achieve, you know, a professional look or whatever kind of look you want to achieve, you know, if you just get to know me through my podcast. So that's a quick, easy way to get to know me, understand my personality to see if you want to work with me or if you just want to listen to me and laugh and have fun. So I imagine that, um, well, fashion is very visual. Mm -hmm. So how do you convey some of these uh, concepts through podcasting? Sometimes I I really talk about fit a lot. Mm -hmm. And if if I do have pictures like what I'm wearing or why I'm wearing this dress or why I'm doing this, I usually have social media to correlate with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I talk about it. I talk about an A-line dress. You know, most people know what that is, but I say what it is, right? It's a dress that flares out on the bottom, but, you know, it's fitted at the top to emphasize your waist. So most people can make that connection. I'm not really talking about garments in such dramatic detail that you have to really understand it and understand it. Um, but again, it's just it's basic principles of 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 life and, and getting you to participate in life again. I mean, your image is, can be linked to anxiety and depression. And the people that I work with are so depressed. A lot of them are very depressed and don't realize they're depressed. That's what's funny is that after I'm done with them, I mean, it oozes into every section of your life. Your family notices a difference. Your work family notices a difference. And <coughs> please excuse me. What I um, hear all the time is that it's, it's so important for you to, to s- step into your own light, right? Because when you do that, then everybody will start to notice. I have people tell me that, you know, they look more awake. My husband said I look more awake. When I work with people, it's never about the clothes. It is, but it's not. It comes out that way. Whatever your depression is or whatever your, your block is, it comes, it's coming out through style and clothes when that's really not your problem. We just need to get that area of your life straight so you can work on the rest of your life. And when I'm done, people say, what else can we fix? You know, <laughs> I, I, when I was working with Jessica, I, you know, her mother-in-law was like, you ready to do the kitchen? And I said, <laughs> no, we're, we're done. But still, it's just, it, it creates order. And when you have order, things go smoothly. Not extreme order, but when you go from clutter and chaos to order, things start making sense. Right. Um, so tell me a little about how, I guess as a child, you probably, you said you really wanted to go into fashion. So was there something that influenced that? Well, my whole family was in retail. My uncles, my grandfather, my mother, my father. Um, so I grew up around retail fashion and clothes my whole life, even though I, I really got into clothes when I was like, you know, 15 or 16, when I started to really shop at vintage stores and, and, and want to be sexy and, you know, want it. That's really when it started for me. And, and then I said, oh, I love to shop. I got a job at the mall, you know, and I felt like I was really good at it, but I didn't know it could ever turn into a career. Um, Anyway, so that's that's kind of how it started. But I was never like this fashion genius at, at a young age. I've just developed 
a style and communicating with people through fashion and style. And that's how I really see the world. When I look at people, I can tell, are they depressed or did they not try? Did they get dressed in the dark? Do they not have a mirror? I mean, I can tell all of these things. I've worked with another client who I said, where's your mirror? And she had like a two by two mirror in her bathroom where you could see how to put, you know, like she didn't even have a full length mirror. I said, you can't even see what you, what you're wearing, what you look like. And that's, you know, and avoid, that's a defense mechanism. That's a way to avoid because you don't want to see, you don't want to see what you look like. So it goes deep, you know, it, it sounds, it, you know, it's on the outside. So it sounds a little bit superficial, but it really goes way deep because it all comes out. What's the message that you're sending the world, right? When you step over the threshold every day, that's the message. Not every day is going to be a home run. It's not even about that. And it's not about getting your style to be perfect. I want to be very clear about that. It's not about that at all. It's about getting you to develop a style. It's about getting your style to evolve with your age. That is a big one. A lot of people are stuck, and I mean stuck. I haven't shopped since I was pregnant. I haven't shopped since I got married. I haven't shopped since, you know, and again, it's just, it's so easy to ignore it. It is so easy. And once until you're caught, like, oh my God, you wake up 10 years later and you say, I literally have nothing to wear. I have to do blah, 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 blah. I don't know where to go, what to do. And then you panic and you either overshop or you still aren't sure. And it's just a really uneasy feeling. You don't go into the grocery store and you go, I want food. And it just appears in your cart. I mean, you have to know what you're looking for. Um, And anyway, and so it's just, Because of the online boom, the customer has been forgotten. And if you're naturally gifted and know what looks good on you and you got it, you're a very rare breed because most people don't. You know, I always say if I line up 100 women, 20 of those people, percent of those people, they got it. They they look good. They know what they like. They shop all the time. They keep up. Fine. That's 60%. They kind of know, but they kind of don't know, but they don't want to spend money and, and, and they're not really sure. And so they're going to try a little bit because they have to go to a wedding, but they're not going to really try. And they're just, you know, they're just going to kind of go in their same circle and then wonder why they don't feel great. They feel okay, but they don't feel great. Right. And then that last 20% don't know, don't care. You know, the laggards, they're never going to change. They're never going to wear makeup. They're going to wear the same clothes from the same company. I mean, that's somebody different, but that 60% of people, they really want to look better, but it's scary. It's scary to people to ask for help. I mean, it uh, just like a diet coach too. It's scary. It's okay. I'll do it. I'll do it myself. Or, you know, hiring someone to clean your home. You know, it's almost embarrassing because you don't want people to be like, oh my God, you're a disgusting pig, but you have to start somewhere. You, You have to ask for help. So, I have a, a, a I don't I don't have any affiliations with any stores. I, I take people where I want to take them and I get paid by the customer, but the people in the stores they love me because I'm doing their job for them because I know better than them. They don't know my client. I know my client. Right. And why did you decide to uh, take all of your knowledge and put it into a podcast format? Because I just think if people are going to listen, it's it's just the first step. It's the first step for getting your style back right? If you were never fashionable before, or you're always like, oh my God, that would be kind of cool. Or if you're a person who's very plain and you see someone who's really fashionable, you're like, oh my God, she looks amazing. Or, oh my God, I I could never do that. I mean, that's, that's the beginning of piquing your interest, right? And when you understand that style is not scary, you know, again, 99.999% of the people that I work with, 
they go, I got it. I mean, I, I, I mean, once we're in for three hours, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I got it. Because it comes back. It's already in you. I just have to pull it out mm. and dust it off. It's already in you. <laughs> what message do you hope that your audience will hear and understand when they listen to your podcast? That I'm not scary. Style and fashion is your friend. You can use style and fashion to get you ahead in life, not hold you back. And when I presented here at She Podcast, that was my specific presentation. Is your image holding you back? It probably is. And that's okay. That's what, it's got this huge stigma to it. But if you understand it is holding you back, then you can fix it if you want. You know, I mean, if you've been wearing the same clothes for 15 years, your image is holding you back. If I look at pictures of you from 20 years ago, you got the same hairstyle, the same glasses, the same, you know, you're stuck. And you need to evolve. You will come out better in the end, right? And that's what, when you're ready to roll the dice, you know, I encourage you to just roll the dice and try. Some people aren't ready to work with me. Some people just want to hang around and listen. And that's okay. And some people are like, oh my God, like yesterday, hello, let's, when can you, let's, let's go. And and most people, like I said, are in that desperate phase when they come to me. But, and then a lot of the time when I finish working with the wife, they go, oh yeah, you're going to do this for my husband. So it's, it it turns into a family affair. (laughs) And then I do people's holiday cards and then I do people's Christmas shopping and holiday shopping, you know, because they trust me. I'm part of the family then after that. So are you able to work with people uh, online then? Yes, I am. So we do the same thing, just a baby version if you live in a different city. So we have that one-hour consultation, which is the very deep who, what, when, where, why. We talk about what you need, what you like, what's your block, and I coach you over the you know the internet. And then I do a, lo- a board, a virtual board with active links. And then when I present to you, hey, this is what you should be buying, this is what you should be wearing, then we get on another call and I help you choose. And, and then you just try a few new things on. Now, I do not do closet cleanouts virtually. That is impossible for me. I got to be there. I mean, depending on how much you know, people have, which I've been at people's homes for three hours because they literally own nothing. I've been at people's homes for 14 hours because they have so much stuff and they've never gotten rid of anything or not much. So it really just depends, but I do not do that um, virtually, but I do the shopping. Virtually. Mm-hmm. Let's get into a little bit more about uh, supporting other women. Why do you believe it's important for women to participate in podcasting? Well, I think it's a way to connect, especially if you are an introverted type of person. Some people call themselves an extroverted introvert, which I never heard that term until I came here. It's a great way to just figure out the subjects that you're interested in and and, and hear a woman's point of view. I mean, women are like on top of the totem pole right now. It's women's empowerment, women of color. You know, it's on a, it's on a very trending streak right now. Take advantage of that. I think that it creates a community, whether you meet someone in person or not, where you feel like that person is speaking to you. And that's what I want to be to my listeners. I want you to feel like I am talking to you because I am. And most people have the same problem, believe me, but everyone's very different. Their circumstances are different, right? But I see the same thing, the same patterns over and over again. That's why I became a stylist because I said, there's no one telling these people what to buy. They have no idea what to buy. That's true. (laughs) We never know. (laughs) In what ways has your life changed since you begun your podcast? I I don't know if it's dramatically changed, but I'll tell you, with Jessica as my mentor, um, it's been a whole new world of creating new relationships that 
outside the microphone. When you're on a podcast, you're very safe. You're behind your screen. You don't have to see anybody. You don't have to, I mean, maybe you talk to somebody, maybe you don't, but you can sit there and hide. But this creates the opposite effect. This creates the community that we need, and it's important to meet people face-to-face. And that's why I wrote an article about what to pack for the podcast convention, and I got a lot of comments saying they enjoyed that, they understood, and they didn't realize, you know, maybe I changed my clothes here, or maybe if I don't have time to go back to my room. But it creates that sense of community and sisterhood that I think at an older age, it's very difficult to make women friends that are, you know, you have something in common with. You know the people in your neighborhood, but how often are you in a room with 300 people that really want to know about you and what you're doing? I mean, it's really a blessing. It is. It is. Um, So you came to the, uh, not only were you an attendee at the the podcast conference, but you also a speaker and a sponsor. Mm -hmm. What made you decide to jump in uh, full blast like that? Well, um, I, I didn't have, I didn't, have much of a choice in the sponsor part, but um, she asked me very not you know it, it came up very organically. She I had asked to speak because I had do corporate styling presentations, and I asked to give a presentation to her to her audience, and she said I had to apply like everybody else. And so I ended up applying and I got chosen. So I was very grateful for that. And then I was supporting her as she was speaking at another. And I'm just going to, when you say she and her, you're talking about Jess? Yes, excuse me. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Jessica. Okay. Um, And she spoke at a convention in Atlanta, which is where our house is. And I got to help her navigate some of the last minute details. And And that's why she said, if you want to be a sponsor, you can, you know, you can be on the key cards, you can be on the bags, you can be on the sign, you know, so it just... That's what happened. So I'd already applied to speak. And then um, she said, well, since you're going to be a sponsor and a speaker, why don't you come a day early? Then you can help stuff the bags. (laughs) So I have been way over involved, much more than I anticipated, but it's been great. And I'm very grateful for my, I'm very happy to be included. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's, I guess, one of the things about being so close to one of the the people who's putting on the conferences. Uh, You end up becoming like that uh, family member who oh, gets yeah. dragged into everything. Oh, yeah. D- dragged is a, is a very good word. And so, um, at, you know, she's like, can you be a sponsor? Yeah. Can you write an article? Yeah. Can you do this? Yeah. Can you come early? Yeah. So it just, it, it ended up working out great. And of course, I would do anything in the world for her, as she would for me as yeah. well. Awesome. Okay. So uh, what did you feel that you got back out of attending the conference and did you meet all your goals for it? I didn't have specific goals in mind. My main goal was to do as much networking as possible. Let people know about the fashion crimes podcast, let people know about personal styling, put a face with, you know, the concept because you live in LA, you live in New York, you got it. Of course, you know, that's where celebrities live. You got to keep up. You got to look good. You got people know that, right? You live in the South and the Midwest. It's not the norm, right? It's not what people eat, sleep, live, breathe, their image. It's just a different, it's a different world. And so I started with my friends. And again, I want people to know it is achievable for them. I mean, style and fashion is not so far out of reach for somebody that they're just singled out and they're never going to be, you know, able to feel like they look really glamorous or, or look really professional. It's just not true. And so I love to be that beacon of hope for people. Um, by wearing really, you know, clothes that fit my body really well and that 
command respect when I walk in the room. And I've gotten a lot of compliments that I'm very grateful for. And I've been noticed a lot because, you know, they go, oh, you're the stylist. Oh, okay, I know who you are. Oh, you're on the bag. Oh, okay, I get it. Oh, you're a stylist? I've never talked to a stylist. Well, what is that about? You know, and it just, it's sort of, it's like an icebreaker that, oh, wow, I wonder if there's someone like that in my area. Or is that something I could do? Or you people always, it's like a doctor, right? People always tell you the problems. Oh, you're a stylist. Okay, great. Well, I can never find da-da-da-da-da. Or what about this? Or what do you think about that? You know, and people just open up to you that way. But that was my main goal. I have a, I'm very old-fashioned. I, I like business cards, so people, I have a lot of cards, so I'm going to f- follow up with everyone and, and try to keep the relationships going. Great. Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody uh, came away from it with that idea that we want to stay in touch. And um, let's uh, move into the plans that you have for your podcast in the future. Well, what I would like to happen is I would like some advertisers and some Mm -hmm. sponsors. That's what I would like to happen. I'd like to start making money. It is a labor of love at this moment, um, which it's really great because it's giving me a creative outlet. And it's really kind of brushing up my writing skills, to be honest. Like it's, you know, every time I write something, I have my husband check it. You know, I always say, don't ask me to do math on the spot. It's not a good look for me. Same thing with writing. Like I don't turn anything in without somebody checking it. So it's really helping my skills. It's, it's keeping me creative. It's keeping me active in between clients. And that's really why I started it. Cause my friend and I started it together cause we were on the phone so much. And now that phase of it has fizzled out some, and now it's really just about me. And I bring him on when big fashion things are going on, but it's really about the everyday customer and, and making them feel included And, you know, I really want other brands to recognize my message and, and understand that, Hey, do you have a product that is for regular people? If you do, you know, let me, let me try on your jeans. Let me see what jewelry you're selling. Let me see what you're, cause maybe I can get people to understand that your product is really could be for everybody or to be for this group of people or that group of people. So, you know, that's my immediate goal is sponsorship and advertisers and, and I'd love to be able to, you know, turn the podcast into a business, you know, mm-hmm. I would love to be able to do that. I'd love to have guests every day. And uh, I mean, I love to talk, I'm very old fashioned. I like to talk on the phone. So podcasting is not hard for me. <laughs> is there anything that uh, I, I should have asked you that I didn't, that you'd like to touch on? Um, I mean, no, uh, most people ask me where I shop. Most people ask me, you know, hey, what are some quick tips, you know, and here's the first quick tip. If you don't know what your body type is, figure out what your body type is. If you haven't been fitted for a bra in a long time, please go and get fitted for the right size bra. It makes your clothes hang on your body completely differently. You know, if you want to try something new, go for it. If you're like, I'd love to try a fun jacket or this, or I'd love to wear a dress like that. Let me be the one to tell you, go ahead and do it. You don't have, you just take baby steps. You know, how is your closet? If you're living in closet chaos, that's what's holding you back. I'll tell you right now. You know, if you're not matching your socks, it it turns into a mountain, right? So let me encourage you to take that first little baby step to, to shop again and to put yourself first again and to understand that what you wear actually does matter. It does. It makes you feel better. Makes you feel better. That's right. right. Um, So where can people find and connect with you? Everywhere. Um, Instagram, Holly Cats Styling, one word. Um, 
Instagram, Fashion Crimes Podcast, both on Facebook too, Fashion Crimes Podcast, Holly Cat Styling. Um, you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on LinkedIn under Holly Cats. I think that's every Pinterest, Holly Cat Styling. Um, I'm all over the place. So, but I'm very easy to find. <laughs> very easy to find. Please reach out to me. Send me your fashion questions. Let me know what you need. You know, style and fashion is your friend. So if somebody wants to reach out and ask you questions, fashion questions and you'll talk about it on your podcast absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely i ask every time every Mm -hmm. time tell me what you need to know send me a smoke signal email me (laughs) snail mail you know hit hit me up let me know what you want to know because people are afraid to ask Mm. and or or they're embarrassed to ask right they don't want to be singled out i have every every subject from you know, good pajamas to good undergarments to changing up your frames because frames are an accessory now for eyewear. So you can't wear the same frames for five years. You got to change up your frames, right? So uh, accessories, bags, uh, you name it, I got it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Holly, for uh, joining us today on Messages and Methods. We really enjoyed learning more about what it is you do and how you do it. And uh, I encourage everybody to look for Holly's podcast and start listening. See if uh, see if you can change it up in your closet. And I hope uh, I hope that we can work again together in the future. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us for the Messages and Methods She Podcast Conference interview series with Shelley Carney, produced by Toby Eunice. Please subscribe, leave a great review, and look for our compilation book on Amazon soon. Share our podcast with your family and friends and discover how you can become a fabulous podcaster at agkmedia.studio or join our Facebook group, Leveraging Your Content. Check the show notes for links and resources, and please enjoy all our wonderful podcast episodes.